tuned in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. How's it going? This is uh, Ed Marcus with the CK Dowling, D-O-W-L-I-N-G. You're tuned in to M&D FCK Podcast. That's Mindfuck Podcast here at the Line Hotel in beautiful uh, downtown Washington, D.C., Northwest, the Adams Morgan neighborhood to be exact. Um, my name is uh, Marcus K. Dowling. I am a, the, I'm the creative design lead at Decades Nightclub. I'm a uh, world-published uh, author and journalist. And uh, for the purposes of this episode, I've been a... Amazon Prime user since 2016. Hi, kids. It's Damina Vontana. All planets are direct. I'm happy to be here. We made it through the Mercury retrograde. Uh, For the purposes of this podcast, I have never been a Prime subscriber for longer than the 30-day free trial, usually around Christmas time. I am also a professional dominatrix based in Washington, D.C. I will be in New York and available for sessions this weekend, and I will be in San Francisco as well as Chicago later this month. DeminaVontana at gmail.com. Okay, here's a little disclaimer before we get into our conversation. MNDFCK, fill in the vowels, is a broadcast aimed at discovering how, in the midst of chaos, to live our safest, sanest, most consensual and sustainable lives. This is a conversation that lacks rules. We'll say and do whatever we want, but there will be decency defined by protocol every step of the way. So yeah, we're talking about Amazon today, we're talking about the, uh, the growing global socio-political, socio-cultural monstrosity that this uh, company has become. Well, I just wanted to talk about it after I had that experience. Yeah, start, at the with, start with your story because this is amazing. So there, uh, there was a certain evening I needed to vacate my space, and you know, so I posted up and I was having a little dinner here in Adams Morgan. And during my time in the restaurant, and I mean, granted, it was a Tuesday, but it is Adams Morgan, right? And it is DC. I was one of only two tables in the restaurant the whole time I was there. I was there for maybe an hour, and I sat at the bar. And I noticed while I was at the bar that people kept coming into the restaurant, but they weren't staying. And the bartender kept crossing in front of me, carrying bags of food, but there were no customers. And then I started to look closer, and I realized they were all delivery drivers. So there was plenty of business happening in this restaurant, but looking through the window, you never would have known it because it was so empty inside. There were no visible customers, visible customers. And then I've been doing a little bit of tripping back and forth through Northwest, sometimes late at night, sometimes during the day, weekends, evenings. And I've noticed, and by tripping, I mean like because the farm's out that way. So I, I go through those neighborhoods a lot. And maybe they're on the quieter side of the city, but the curtains are drawn and the lights aren't even on. And I just have returned after about maybe five years of being out of the right. city, like not here full time in and yeah. out, but like now I have a residence here. Right. And it's very quiet. And we've always been kind of a conservative city to begin with. So we don't have much room to wiggle in this <laughs> spot. And I mean, it still looks the same on a Friday and a Saturday, but at any other time of the day, I'm just like, where are the people? Where is the noise? And when Japan, you can't even talk on your phone in public. So I've been back for a year, just about now, but I was gone for a year, and I remember just craving that when I was over there. I just wanted somebody to get on the train with their cell phone playing music that I would never hear any other way, just to, right. you know. So I enjoy that level of interacting socially, and I don't, it's got to be, what the hell? There's scooters and lift and you get everything delivered i have a friend who gets weed delivered yeah you know like i'm out of the loop 
And that's Wait. why I wanted to have this conversation. Yeah. I'm back. Things have changed. I'm telling you all things have changed. What's going on? What's happening here? And where is this taking us? Okay. Because this kind of creeps me out, the quietness of it all, and the empty restaurants, and like, are, is brick and mortar just totally going away? Everything's just going to be a kitchen and a shipping depot? Okay. So I'll give you some, some data and information in regards okay. to that to start off here, and we'll... We're, we'll start here and work so our way So, kids, backwards. this week is brought to you by your mistress geeking out because she's having a social, f- uh, f- social freak out. Okay, so in the e-commerce market, which is the, the, the non-physical marketplace market, Amazon controls 42% of the book market and 89% of the e-book market. So they're selling 42% of the physical books that are sold nationwide are sold via Amazon. 89% oh. of the e-books. So that's almost like 9 out of 10 e-books that are sold anywhere in the world come from Amazon.com. Uh, and so far as the uh, the physical re- as so far as the retail marketplace, Amazon is eighty four percent bigger. They make eighty four percent more revenue than eBay right now. Mm. And Amazon and eBay, if you know anything about the history of the internet, started at roughly the same time. Is eBay still primarily individual sellers? Yeah, though? yeah. But Amazon works with. You know, individual sellers, businesses. independent sellers, okay, independent, and also sellers. they can work with you know large scale corporations. So businesses. that what might be the, the reason why, right? Right, but it's still fascinating. And on top of well, that, it's a different model, but whatever. Right, on top of that, Amazon has grown to have Amazon.com. Okay, this is where it gets interesting. Right. Keep going. Amazon Prime, yeah. which is a expedient delivery service that allows okay, for... Okay, can I update the Midwest? Yeah. Because we don't get that, okay? Right. I'm going to speak for my people here. Yeah, no problem. It's, it's, it's 70% of the rest of the country geographically. Yeah. There's nobody running around the streets on scooters or delivering anything. Right. So when you say Amazon Prime, if it's one of my relatives from the Midwest, they're just going to think about getting a package in two days. Yeah. Even if it's changed here, I'm telling you, that's a big divide. That's a big gap, I think, right. that's going to eventually cause some... Something could come out of that gap, like some solution for rural areas. And I know... But it's starting, a, it's starting oh, to. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. Right. And then we yeah. can move on to third no world problem. countries. But Okay. Anyways, I'm so, just saying there's a difference. Prime doesn't mean groceries to everybody. And that's why we're here. Because you're like, oh, my groceries are going to be there. And I was like, what? You're like, yeah, they're arriving at the door. I was like, <laughs> when? You're like, well, I'm out doing fun things. And I was like, oh, so how much is that delivery fee? And you were like, nothing. Nothing at all. It's part of my membership. And I think my response to you was, how in the hell is that sustainable? Well, okay. So Amazon... Even if they did just raise the fee from 100 to 120 120 now? right. Yeah. yeah so well, it's $12 a month. Mm. So... Roughly, okay, and so Amazon Prime now is the thing you're talking about as far yeah. as like for an immediate delivery service within one to three hours. Of what? What can you get? So you can, so if I, okay, so, and this, this, is, this is tied to like the way that our work days in America are becoming more like Chinese work days, where in China people work nine to nine, six days a week. It's nine, nine, six. He ain't six. lying. That's what I did when I was in Asia. Right, so. That's why I came home after that. Right, in America now you have people that are usually working 60 to 70 hour work weeks. And they don't have time to go to the grocery store. So it's easy if you're, say, me walking up 18th Street to pull out my phone and pull out my shopping list that I have on my Evernote and look at the shopping list and then go through on my Amazon Prime app and figure out what I need and then pay for someone to go into the grocery store physically, purchase the food for me, put it in the back of their car, and drive it to the door because I literally don't have time to go shopping. 
Well, you're not prioritizing time to go shopping. Right, I'm not because I'm prioritizing actually doing like. Yeah, we were doing nature. something fun. Right. While your yeah, groceries yeah, yeah, were just right. Being I was yeah because I, I had worked all day and then I wanted to go get dinner. When did that stop being a premium service? To have people run your errands for you and bring stuff to your door. Well, when our work days change. When we stopped working 40-hour-a-day work weeks as the expected maximum. So when the expected maximum is that you're going to work from 9 to 5, and that you're going to get back home around 6 p.m., and that you're going to stay up and do whatever between the hours of 6 to, say, 10 or 11, that's five hours. And that five hours paid of time, you can go to the gym and then go to the grocery store. You can go to the, go to the restaurant and then... Stop by the, you know, the bodega on the way home, pick up your stuff, and you're good. We've gotten rid of that just general free time in our schedules by loading in a second job. Or if you have kids, you have to pick up the kids from karate and soccer and baseball. And, and traffic's crap. Right. And then because we've moved everybody back into the city, traffic is horrible. Because now with everybody being in the city, and you, you've driven across town, you understand. Metro ain't that great. Right. And metro, scooters littering the sidewalks. Yeah, so it's not. It's it's a it's it's just a cacophony of noise and you know. But it's not play. That's my thing. There's hours where the whole city shuts down. Right, but that's and everything's just going out in delivery cars and nobody's leaving. Well, that's their because houses. everybody's exhausted. Oh well, it is trying. Right, everybody's right exhausted. Now. So you get in. Okay. After your twelve-hour workday, and you just sit down and you go. You know, what tie. Thai oh, food. the Thai restaurant on Amazon is open. I will have the Pad Thai just delivered to my door. Screw it. I could get up and go, like walk down the street, because it's probably like three blocks away, but I'm tired. <laughs> That's the part of this that I can't right. stomach. It's like, I'm tired. Like the health benefits of you just walking three blocks to pick up but food. People, 20 minutes of your life. What's even crazier Are we is this that, petty? Well, here's the, here's the trickle of it that's fascinating. So older people, people over the age of 35, like which what us. Ugh. Tired, tired, work Pardon long me. days. Sometimes eight to 12 hours if you're working two jobs. Or if you're working a multitude of jobs like I do. So the, the, the real trickle down that's troubling is when you have like the 22-year-old. It's like when I'm working decades, I work around a bunch of 22-year-olds. And all they talk about is going on the app to get their food. These are able-bodied 22-year-olds who don't work more than seven hours a day, six hours a day, five hours a day sometimes. And because of the ease of the app, they're able to make that, you know, decision to go and have somebody bring their food to them. I feel like when we get to the millennials, the whole game changes and we have to have an entirely different conversation about the whys. Right. But I like, think they that, just don't know anything different. Yeah, because they were they were raised in a way to not understand the necessity of why this app exists. Like Amazon, Amazon started as like Amazon's premium services started roughly almost seven years ago as a way for them to take that top one to 10% of Amazon users, look at their demographic and say, okay, these are people who make six figures. These are people who live in marketplaces like San Francisco and Chicago. And Dallas. And Dallas, places that are giant. Like Chicago, you're going to Chicago. So, you know, it's a I big, it's a, but it's a massive city. Chicago, I'm coming for you. Right, if you, if you work in like, downtown Chicago and you live in Willamette, which are people that do that because Willamette's a little suburb, you're, you're tired at the end of your day. So the idea that you're going to be stuck in traffic, you, you could order your, your, your dinner and get your groceries 
delivered. By the time you take, you know, the, the, the highway all the way home, they're at your front door. Because you've been able to subtract that time that was already in your schedule to like travel, you're able to do two things at once. So Amazon smartly figured out, okay, if we give people this, op this premium opportunity, they're gonna take it. Well, yes, of course. Right, and then to see that trickle down Especially now. Especially when it's so tied into everything. Yeah, so to that point, we're looking at Amazon Prime. We're looking at Amazon Prime now. We're looking at Twitch, which is a gaming app and gaming device for kids. When you say looking at, you mean these are yeah. all under the Amazon right. umbrella, the, the Bezos yeah. umbrella. So right. Like. We're looking at Whole Foods supermarket. Okay. So like the entire Whole Foods supermarket. And you said that's when the grocery thing started? When they yeah. got Whole Foods? When they got Whole Foods. Because once okay. you get Whole Foods, then you're tied into a, okay, this is a fascinating thing. And it, just for the record, like I'm vegetarian and gluten free. So like I have to do most of my cooking myself. Right. And I'm often, you know, not near the city. So I'm at the farmer's market. That's why I'm just learning all of this right. now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and amazed. Then, <laughs> and then you also have Amazon purchased the Washington Post. Uh-huh. You know, America's number two newspaper of record is owned by Amazon.com. Even more so, they have Amazon Restaurants, which is the app we were talking about. Yeah. Well, great. And then... Uh, <laughs> You have Audible. Nice to have Jamal back with us right. today. I'm not sure what the applause was for, but... Which you have DC. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, nice. Aud Audible, which is the, the, uh, the, the audio book company. Yeah. They own that. They also own Zappos.com. So they're tied in now. And that's the, the key of them going from like a place that like independently sourced materials to now working with other companies that independently sourced materials and pulling them all under the same roof. All under literally one keystroke. Mm. So think about it. Too easy. Right. Think about it. Your, your child is sitting at home and they want to play Fortnite. And you literally give them the ability to do so by plugging them in with your, your Twitch, your, your, your Prime subscription because Amazon owns Twitch. So then they're able to join in with their friends and play Fortnite all night long. Your kid is taken care of. That's noon. 2 p.m. You're like, all right. I need to make dinner for this child and also for the rest of my family. Go on, type in, order everything from Whole Foods because it's owned by Amazon. Food's on the way home by 6 o'clock. Did the prices change? When no, Amazon they actually it? got lower. Okay, that's what, the, so the prices, here, because yeah, whole the, paycheck, right, come on now. Yeah, no, here's the fascinating part. The whole paycheck thing and also the rise of Trader Joe's. Yeah. And also the rise of, uh, the rise of Wegmans. And you other, need to throw a party, that's right, the spot. Exactly, and other, and other like, you know, premium... Uh, grocery stores, mm -hmm. Whole Foods began to lose their market share. So the idea that, oh, you go to Whole Foods, you're paying your whole paycheck, negatively impacted them to the point where the idea of selling to a company that would literally just farm out their goods at wholesale prices made a lot of sense. Because you have to have movement because it's a supermarket. So they have like these goods that go bad that eventually like, you know, are unsellable. Kind of like half and half, you know, half of it has a three day shelf life and the rest of it has three months. Right. So you're looking at like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to give our food to Amazon who will then wholesale sell it to everyone that has a prime subscription. Wow. I need to get on this. Right. So then Clearly, even, now that I'm back in the city. Right. So then even deeper. Let's say that you read the Washington Post. You read the Washington Post either on your commute or you need it at home, whatever. You use your Amazon Prime subscription and you, Ooh, get, six, and you get six free months of the Washington Post. 
he's got our fingers all over us. Like, that's what I'm starting to see. Like, every <laughs> time you sit down to do something, <laughs> it's the Amazon machine behind it. Yeah. So even deeper. All these tentacles even deeper. in our lives. Okay. They do $524 billion a year in e-commerce. I just fell on the floor. <laughs> and that means that they are 45% of the entire worldwide e-commerce industry. That number hurts my head. Is shipping and selling through Amazon.com. eBay is in second place at 6.8% of the worldwide industry. I want to look at Bezos astrology chart right now. <laughs> like, I <laughs> right. feel like I need there's so, a secret in there. And in, in other Some industries, kind of magic. office equipment and electronics, toys and hobbies, they have 50% of the global e-commerce marketplace. In furniture, health and beauty, food and beverage, those are their next growth markets. So imagine a moment when you go to the doctor and you need Name me a generic over-the-counter. Over-the-counter? Like an over-the-counter or even a like... Prescription? Pre like, so name me a prescription. Like, Z-Pack. You need a Z-Pack. So you literally go on Amazon and you type Z-Pack. But how do I get the prescription from the doctor? Well, then you would have your prescription of the doctor saved. Oh. On Amazon. You oh, so they're an a, online pharmacy. Right. Doctor. You'd make a PDF out of it. You could do this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is where they're going. I could see this happening. You take a, a PDF picture, upload it to your account... And when oh, they go so to fill... they've got your medical history now, too. They could. It's, it's entirely possible. Good night. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's the price we pay for convenience is a decrease in a la privacy. That's, that's been the payoff, the, the sacrifice from the start. Right. So it's just fascinating when you were talking about, like, why would you do this? We're, we're sitting at dinner. You go, they just leave the food at the door? And I'm like, Yeah. And you're like, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, in my mind. Well, yeah, pardon me. You have a doorman. That helps. Right. But yeah. in my mind, the thought is Amazon's going to win anyway. The inevitableness of all of this is my next thing. Yeah. It's why I just surrendered a long time ago. I'm not on board, on board, like maybe some of us. Yeah. Like and our this, groceries like dropped at the door. <laughs> But um, I appreciate the connectivity that my devices and the internet give me. And, I mean, I like to shop around. Sometimes I end up on Amazon. Sometimes I end up somewhere else. Right. I like the internet for finding unique things when yeah. I'm shopping online. Not for my ordinary everydays. But I'm a single lady. Right. With no kids. Yeah. Knock on wood. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you know, for, 41 soon. My chances are dipping drastically, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's probably part of it for me. Right. And also, I'm a big foodie. Like, yeah. I love shopping for my food. You've seen me cook. Like, yes. It's not a task. Like, I lay food out. I get the colors going and the textures mm -hmm. and everything at room temperature. So it's art for me. So I would miss it. I, I, right. And the city's so damn quiet. Nobody's going out to the restaurants. Like, as an introvert, alone at the bar, I need you guys to come out to the restaurant because that's the only time I get social interaction. Here's, here's the is by hanging thing. out and observing and just enjoying the atmosphere. So, I don't know. We should go to Georgetown at some point because they have the Amazon store in Georgetown. The like lockers, the physical, you mean? No, like the physical store. Like, Amazon has physical retail now. And here's the key to their that physical like retail going location. backwards, but okay. No. The key to Amazon's physical retail. It is Georgetown, too, so, you know, yes. context. Oh, so, so you go into the store, and you get to interact with the top-selling goods on Amazon.com. Interact. Yes. So, if, so, say you have, so say you have three kids, and I saw this with my own two eyes. 
they have a little toy section with the top uh, 100 selling toys on Amazon.com so on the wall. So it's a demo store. Right. So you walk in and your kids play with the poppet or whatever it is. Well, in that case, that had to happen. That's why I don't use Amazon more. I like to check things out. Right. So then while you're standing at the store, mom and dad don't have to like pick up the good. This is like the third line. point you've made about default childcare. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Like, here's Twitch. Go play your games. Here's right. the Amazon store. Go play with toys. Right. Wow. That's where we're going. Wow. It's really, it's really clean. It's really, it's, I mean, on some level, it's frustrating. That, that reminds me, I haven't heard nearly enough talk about childcare and, and all this discussion of politics and, you know, healthcare and education. Yeah. How about some freaking childcare or better maternity leave? Sounds like these parents are pretty damn stressed. No, they're super, yeah. they're super busy, which is, again, why Amazon is on the rise. And the fascinating thing is that, like we were talking about with the Whole Foods thing, it's the same thing with the Post, the same thing with anything that they buy. They immediately wholesale the price so that any good that you can buy off of the, the company's website or off of another website, the Amazon.com price is wholesale. Do you know what happened to me the other day? What? Okay, I was in Target. Okay. So Target, this is a fascinating <laughs> point because Target and Walmart. Okay, I don't, I don't know what you're going to tie in. Right. Let me tell you how Yeah, no, no problem, yeah. So um, uh, I now go get my hair colored by Asia yeah. out at PR. Um, Shout out Asia real yeah, fast. Yeah, she's the best. Because people need to know. Um, Asia is on your main. If you check my Instagram, you can check out. Um, she colored me in January and I got a touch up last week for my cut. And she also threw in like a, not a tonic, but something that like, Makes the color, you know, soft and warm again. And she's just the best. I waited a year to see her. I checked out her work online from a friend whose opinion I really trust. And so she's just fantastic. Yeah, PR and partners. Um, so there's a special shampoo because when you get your hair right. colored, that's an investment. You want to take care of it. And I've used this shampoo over the years and I know what it should cost. And I got to Target and it was like, what? Like twice as much or 10 or 5 because yeah. you're talking about shampoo that's usually 15 to 20 to 25 and they wanted $30 right. for each bottle. So I stood there for a second and checked my device and found it on the Target website. Like even with the possibility of pickup in store maybe if I wanted, but like yeah. right there yeah. for the price that I was expecting. Exactly. Not the price that was on the shelf. So I go to the front and I just show the guy and I'm like, I'm not sure what to do. He goes, well, then you can get it at that price. And I'm like, oh, my God. Now I have to stand in the aisle in Target and do my own double checking. That is disrespectful. So here's the That's playing your customer. And no, it's not okay to play somebody just because you can play them. As you said, folks are going through it right now. Like, don't be so good. Cut so them a break. The hardest part with this is Unbelievable. Like this, and this ties into Walmart and Target. So like a 20, Walmart. 30% hike. So here's, a, here's the thing. Most of these companies, like Amazon, if you really go on Amazon, like I, I made the point on uh, Twitter, we were talking about it, where Amazon sells nothing and everything at the same time. So I'm in, and, I'll, and I'll break it down. I didn't understand the first time you said it, so explain it well for the folks who are listening. Okay. So Amazon sells literally everything. Okay, that I can get with, except you said I could outfit in a dungeon, and I tried doing that on Amazon two nights ago, and I couldn't, because God damn it, I need a spanking bench. Right, but you're not going to find a spanking bench on well, Amazon. Well, that would be what outfitting a dungeon means, but... Right, but you, could, but you could find, like, 
goods and items. Maybe I need better key search terms. Right. You could use like goods and items. So like you could find like a spanking paddle on Amazon.com. Oh, that's true. You can find toys. Right. So like toys, yeah. which is for the average person. Could outfit your bedroom for the right. average person. Okay. Pardon yes. me. Point. Right. Right. You're right. Right. Like, for the non-dominatrix <laughs> who wants to be kink, uh, kink aware, they can outfit themselves on yeah. Amazon.com. You can get restraints. You can get paddles. Everything. You can get a hundred condoms for twenty-five bucks. Yeah. Those are things. So, but they don't advertise that on the front page of Amazon. If I pull it up on my phone right now. Maybe not on your Amazon front page. (laughs) (laughs) But you you understand what I'm saying. Like the generic like Amazon front page item is like sausage links at Whole Foods are $4.99 this week. Food on Amazon? I haven't even seen that yet. Yeah, it's a thing because they own Whole Foods. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play with your prime tonight. So yeah, so like Johnson Real <laughs> Bratwurst are available. Like you could do that. <laughs> Jamal like. just looked at me over your shoulder. I love to fan those flames. <laughs> so it's it's comedy, like so again, they don't advertise that they're selling like you can buy like, you know, a eight inch dildo on Amazon.com, which you can. But okay, like, we got the everything part. Yeah, so How but about they don't, the nothing part. So they don't advertise all of the things that they sell. Because they advertise only the things that sell the most. Yeah, that is pretty... It's typical and boring. Right. It's so, that demo shop right. concept. So it's like, okay. And, that, and that's the, the, the genius of Amazon, is that they figured out a way to mainstream themselves. Like Amazon, remember, started off as like an independent company that went to independent retailers and had this amazing thing where they really, the first thing they jumped into mainstream was books. They like went to like, you know, like all of the big, like, you know, all, all of the big publishing houses and they're like, hey, we have an online site where we could, like, sell a bunch of your books for, like, $2. Does this sound like an idea? Yeah. Cool. We'll do it. And they handle it. So this is what they're doing now in other industries. They're like, okay, cool. You want to sell 100 of these? We could do it for $2. So they don't advertise that. Because if they advertised things that fall outside of the mainstream, they would still be an independent site that did not have a significant mainstream reach. It's like we were talking about this on the way up to, to the studio. Jeff Bezos is worth twice as much as the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said 70 times, 75 times the worth of the Cowboys. Yes. I was like, no, not good enough. No. Put all is. the franchises yes. together, then tell Jeff me. Jeff Bezos is worth twice as much as the entire NFL. If Jeff Bezos' divorce goes through and his wife wants half. Wow. Jeff Bezos will literally be as worth, as the enti- worth, worth as much as every single team in the National Football League combined. Those lawyers are just going to get to retire. Right. So that amount of money is what we're talking about. So we have that amount of money. You've obviously figured out a way to move from being this cool independent site, which Amazon started off as, to now like literally the Amazon of Amazon. Because it's changed. It's not what it used to be. It's got all those tentacles now. So tell the story about your friend that we were talking about, the, the sex author. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so um, I believe it's Sinclair. Sorry, um, I, yeah. you sprung this on me. Um, yeah, so like has been happening on a lot of platforms around the country since they passed Sasta and Fasta last fall, which quick review, guys. Goddamn, do your homework. Um, if you are a site that um, um, publishes ads by sex workers or for any sex-adjacent type of service, including apparently now writing books about sexual health, you can be dismissed or, because if any ad is found to be for uh, trafficking. Right. Uh, if it they, allows for the if it, perception of If it's of actually an ad right. for a, a, traffic, a trafficking situation where somebody's being forced 
um, to participate in sex work, not right. choosing it, yeah. like I do, right. um, then that website that published the ad that came from some computer somewhere is suddenly like treated like a pimp, right? like a middleman in this yeah. illegal sexual transaction. Right. Um, so we weren't even able to have some of our conferences this year because organizing them online would have put anybody that supported us or attended at risk. Right. It's absolutely unbelievable. All the servers are moving to Sweden. So, um, I saw, so it's, so it started out on the sites where you would expect it, right? Like back pages went away, Craigslist went away. So some of the websites were like, sorry girls, we like you, but it's not worth the risk. So things started shifting and then it hit a new peak this week when I saw that books on Amazon by authors who have been, have been speaking and educating for 20 years, books that have been like staples of sexual health courses, whether at universities or workshops or, or medical centers or adult retails, these people got their Amazon accounts yanked. They can no longer sell books. No, they can sell books, but they cannot, they cannot turn... Like, okay, so... No, my point is, yeah. now they're coming for us on Amazon, you mm-hmm. guys. That's how mainstream Amazon is. Right. And this is a company that has its tentacles and everything, and frankly, from what I can tell, has so much money, they don't have to give a fuck. And what we're running out of as sex workers is safe places to organize and facilitate things like education and networking to like take care of one another and, and our clients. And it's... it's I, I'm just sad. I'm every day. I'm sad. So here's... I'm sad. Yeah, so... To add to that point, if people are like, okay, well, that just Somebody affects. come give me a hug. Right, well, that just affects sex workers. No, even deeper. Amazon is working with the National Football League. Amazon Prime subscribers. You have the Amazon Fire Stick, which I have on my television. Okay. Full out Amazon. Like, I'm, I'm like the Amazon Yeah, I'm guy. getting that vibe. It's a little Starting weird. Starting to see. Yeah, but, but I'm like, okay, they won. I, I, I need a television. I need to be able to, like, entertain myself. So Amazon works with the National Football League, Amazon Prime. They do Thursday Night Football. So if you think about this, you extrapolate it even further. Amazon supports a league that supports controlling the freedom of speech of their players on the field. This is not a far cry from controlling the freedom of speech of authors who sell books. This is not a far cry to even extend it even further to people who own restaurants who sell people of who sell to people of certain ethnic, social, cultural backgrounds as well. So the intersection of Amazon and censorship? Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's frightening. Every day of my life. Like, you guys, if you want to find me, you got to follow me on some real tame social media platforms because I don't actively advertise. I didn't actively advertise for a a bit even before Sasta and Fasta. No, it's not worth the risk. Right. So. You know where I'm at. Right. Been here for over 10 years. Exactly. It's just (laughs) fascinating to me. That same email the whole damn time. No excuses. Right. So it's fascinating to me when I think about where Amazon's headed as like this big giant conglomerate that we've... Who's really running that ship? If he's out there dealing with a scandal and and the world's largest impending divorce... Like, who's really... It's, I understand it's his name, but that that beast has so many heads. Well, that's the thing. Okay. So... Working with Capital Wrestling, we work with Twitch. Yeah. And Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. So we deal with Amazon like on a, like a monthly basis. So we have these meetings. We have like a meeting once a month where we sit down and like the Amazon person talks to us about like the expectations of what they want content-wise on Twitch. Because like, Twi- like with Twitch, Amazon is getting into gaming-adjacent entertainment. So like pro wrestling, gamers like wrestling. So they watch wrestling on Twitch. And it's fascinating because we've never had the same person for more than two months preside over that meeting. 
At Twitch? Yeah. Hmm. The Amazon person changes like every two months. It'll be like Steve. I feel like that's intentional. I don't know why. Right. It'll be Steve. And then it'll be John. And then it'll be Beth. And you're like, why can't we have the same person? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we're a big department. So even deeper, if you think about it, because Amazon is now worldwide. Yes. They can do multiplicity of position in every single jurisdiction worldwide. So back to my intuition that it was intentional, these right. are directors for different regions yeah. that are trying to get to know your product. Right. Okay. Because, because our product is, is, is area agnostic. Like it's like it's, you, you can put, put Capital Wrestling anywhere on Twitch. People who love wrestling love wrestling. Right. So they'll, if, if you have Amazon in Latvia, if you have Amazon in South Africa, if you have Amazon in Brazil, you can still access our content. And there's somebody there who's using the same protocol that somebody is using in the United States. He's using the same protocol that somebody's using in Canada. And it's all the same thing. It's just, fa it's fascinating to consider when this, in, how this ends at some point with this one company that'll probably own all the other companies and farm that all the way down and have uniform rules and regulations for all of these people. Mm, impossible, it's too big. I wish it was possible. I mean, but that's the whole thing. It's not point, even though. possible in the US military. Maybe in Japan. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's a it's a it's a thing to think about. And it's the thing about Amazon that makes it like, you know, like a band that I'll hope you who enter here like you know, like join or die <laughs> kind of thing where inevitable. Yeah, it's a, it's the it's the it's the amazing plastic inevitable or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, so after so I want to take three three minutes real quick. Yeah. To give you some time. Yeah. Talk about things that are intriguing to you and what's going on in the world. Oh, you want me to go now? Yeah. Um, well, I'm really excited about the guest we have coming up next week. We just confirmed him today, Sh Shahid Buttar. Um, Shabu. I'm so excited. <laughs> for, I'm like literally yeah. so excited for this. All give right. the people a little so, bit of this. Yeah. Shahid and I were um, uh, met years ago, <laughs> back in uh, my poetry days, through the GPI, Guerrilla Poetry Insurgency, which has had an open mic. I believe it's the second, second or third Tuesday. It's next week, guys. Uh, every month for like 10 plus years at Bossa or Bossa, Bossa Nova, the club here around the corner. And um, uh, I guess it would have been two years ago. Uh, Shah had actually ran against Nancy Pelosi. So he's based in mm -hmm. California now. But he's going to be back this weekend to launch uh, for the East Coast launch of his uh, rebid for 2020. And I checked out the guest list for the mic because I thought maybe he'd stay over a day or two. And they, indeed he is. So I just hit him up and I was like, man, we would love to have you in the podcast. He's like, cool, I'm there. So he's going to roll through next Tuesday. And then um, we're all going to head over to uh, Basa afterwards for the GPI, Guerrilla Poetry Insurgency Open Mic, mm -hmm. which is the only successful creative working group that I have ever been part of. <laughs> they are an extraordinary group of people. And um, they're all over the country now, and we're all still in touch, and they've blessed me deeply in my 20s. So I'm excited to hang with Shaw again. Absolutely. Another, but, yeah, Shaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, getting back to this, this ridiculousness, like, what is the value, then, of people going to yeah, that's physical, the, what's next physical, local, yeah. physical, local stores that do things that Amazon is absorbing? Well, let's just talk more about why people need to go out, period. Okay. Because that's what concerns me. Right, let's start with that. Yeah, definitely, um, you go. Well, that was my question for you, and no. I'm not sure we came up with a clear answer. 
I mean, people still go out for live music. Yeah. Right? You've been yeah. doing a lot of panels. Absolutely. So people still go out for discussions, at least in D.C. Right. Okay. Um, 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 mm, maybe you actually want to get out of the house. I mean, I think that the value is, is in... When the weather is good. Right. You have maybe that's part of it. Like, now you can really pick and choose what kind of weather you have to deal with. Right. So, it's funny, because we're doing the, uh, the pop-up at... If you uh, work in retail, you know that rain makes a big difference. Right. So, like, we're doing the pop-up at Rewind. We're doing this Y2K pop-up. Taxi drivers tell you the same. And it's fascinating, because learning what it takes now to get somebody to leave the house to go to see a thing. So you have to create an experience. It's not enough to just say, hey, used to be, used to be you could say, hey, we're going to the club. And this was just enough for a reason to leave the house. Because the music <laughs> is going to be good. Because we're going. Right, the drinks are going to be good. And it's going to be this grand community of people. And everybody's going to look great and smell great. And it's going to be wonderful. We have a great time. Yeah. Now, it's not enough to say you're going to the club. You have to tell them about the, the bottle they could drink and... The, 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 the vibe they're going to experience, the lights they're going to see, the, the accoutrements on the wall if you go to decades, all of this. Like you, have to, you have to like shove it at people. Like aggressively push people to get out of the door. And then you have to like, to get them to stay, you have to almost like lock them in with an <laughs> over inundation of experience. Like when we went to decades, it's saw Fat Man Scoop. The best. Right. Like, so much fun. Right, like, like, I get what a hype man is now. Yeah. So, but that was the thing. Like, we're like, okay, so how do we get people to, like, stay at the club and want to come back again? Well, can I just dive in here? Yeah, go for it. I have been waiting months for us to get to this moment on the podcast, kids. So, like, maybe I'm going to teach you to take you to church and preach a little bit. Um, I'm going to speak to this as a woman and as a goddess. Because y'all know that, like, if you are going to bother to go out, especially these days, since right. it's so easy to stay home, you should at least try. But right. I want to tell you something. The world does not make it easy for a woman to try. First, I got the pink tax to contend with, which means for me to look good, I am already paying more most of the time for my products, especially personal care products like men's shaving cream versus women's shaving cream, and et cetera. I'm not going to go on, but I'm going to tweet something I... That's, it's been popping up, my point. People right. are talking about it. Right, um, right, right. Um, one of my favorite pi- podcasts, Guys We Fuck, they talked about it in the past two weeks. Yeah. So it costs me more. It's more effort. You and I have almost gotten in fights when I'm feeling crabby at the end of spending two hours getting ready to come do a 45-minute podcast, and you're like, woof, fucking Superman, <laughs> in and out of the bedroom, 15 minutes flat, ready to go, and I'm just like, grrr. And then I have to pack two pairs of shoes because I want to wear my heels, but I can't walk across the bridge in heels. Right. And so when I get to the club, here's what I notice now that I have been to other places in the world. Right. With maybe a touch more civility. Things yes. that we forgot about after the 50s. And I'm not saying the 50s were good and I am not saying make America great again. I am not saying that. But what I'm saying is even when I go to Mexico, they got a place for my purse. Okay, in Mexico, it's these gorgeous little mini like like coat rack stands, and it sits there. And then uh, when you go in Japan, every bathroom, every train, everywhere you go to like give money, they have a mini little shelf, a little lower than everything, to put your purse down. Women are supposed are expected to show up looking good, and a lot of times this means we invest in pieces, whether it's um, um, a pair of shoes or a purse, most often accessories. Sometimes that one good dress for that one event that year. Right. 
And then the shoes are goddamn expensive, okay? If I want to go all night, I told you I was going in. Just stick with me, no, okay? No, go for it. No, Love I'm your down. goddess today. Love her. So then I have to pay $300 to get a pair of heels that I can even go all night in. When what I can really afford is $80, but by the end of that night, I'm going to have blisters and cuts, and I'm going to be exhausted, and what if they don't fit well, and I'm going down, you got five fucking sets of staircases at your club that's cruel there (laughs) needs to be a ladies only elevator to get these women from floor to floor okay and my last point I want a coat check and I want that shit year round because you don't get to tell me when I want to wear a nice coat to a club done All right, that's it make it easier for people to go out make it more comfortable thank you Thank you. Just it's so uncomfortable and sticky and sloppy and sweaty in those clubs. And I'm supposed to spend hours getting ready and put my money into good shit just to show up to be lost in the dark. No. Said it. That I love it. This is the revolution I want to see in the next five years. Because if we make it better and more friendly, and I just like beautiful people come back to me. Civility, come back to me. I lounges where every time I go out with Madam, she has to tell the people to turn the music down. And the thing is, she's not wrong. Right. But every time I take my leather elder out, it's to the point now when she sits down and gets that look on her face, I'm like, I got it, madam. Yeah. We just, I'll go ask him to turn the music down. She's like, V, I just want to have a conversation with you. And I get it. <laughs> you know? It's, I mean, I think that the one, I think that the balance of this, like, close out, I guess. Hashtag beauty. There hashtag goddess of life. Of course, of course. Always. But um, I think the, the close out, my thought is, there's a balance that comes with Amazon controlling the retail side of our lives that exists on the experiential side of our I lives. I completely agree. So if one giant For once. megalomaniacal human mm-hmm. controls everything that we buy and controls everything, everything that we but sell. everything but his dick. Right. Well, I mean, you know. there. Every man ever. I mean, you know, things. There's but, a few. There's um, a right, few out there. Right, but I, I try. <laughs> I did not go that was you oh my god that was payback for earlier wasn't it yeah you know oh Steve now started. I'm blushing alright so in any of it we got four minutes to yeah, get ourselves so you out have, of this hole right so when you have one giant company that controls buying and selling things then you leave it up to humans yes to create and, and, and the, the company that buys and sells everything they've created streamlined processes by which people are robotic at this point they're Damn near robots. To the point where everything is automated to a level where you get what you want exactly how you need it, precisely the way, precisely at the time you need it, all of that is handled. If you could do the same thing on the experiential side, because if the, if the buying and selling is already like just off the map and gone, then you can concentrate on things like creating nightclubs where there are like nice stands for women to put their purses. Where beautiful women can feel beautiful while doing all the effort of looking beautiful. Right. I wouldn't say we're doing it for those other people, but I would say I'm a woman who likes to play with those expectations right. when I go out. That's part of the yeah. experience for me. Right. So I think there's a value then in seeing where this goes and finding spaces where humanity can exist. And not like a humanity that's harried and rushed and angry and bitter to the point where you don't leave the house and you have a human being bringing you your food. 
Instead, you find an experiential thing where people can go out. And because everything else is handled, your level of stress has dropped considerably to the point where you could leave the house and be civil because you have no stress anywhere else. If oh, the, well, we're going to need health care before that happens, just right, for starters. Right. But I mean, but health care comes once you're healthy. Um, no. no. Wow. No, but it does. It's no, America. I'm no, I'm going to see you in two weeks no, on that a, one. Right, but it's we're it's already a, booked right. for next it's week. It's an American. We're out of time it's a, now. Right. It's an American thing. Mm. It's an American no, thing. let's that's, do it. Health policy, two real weeks. Real quick. It's an American thing that's derived from coming from a position of wealth and want. When people feel wealthy and people feel wanted, then they're going to advocate for things that wealthy, wanted people like. Yeah, well, this country's poor, so forget it. All right, two but, weeks. Right, but, right, but the people that use the <laughs> people that originally were the Amazon people are in that tax bracket, and that's where it starts. The top one percent, right. DC bubble. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I love you so much. I know, but that's where I'm coming from with it. Like, I look at things and I go, "Yeah, it makes logical sense." All right. Like, so in any event, um, thanks for tuning in this week to. Yeah. MND FCK podcast, Mindfuck podcast. Uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're you know available via Anchor on Stitcher, we're on Spotify. Uh, shout out to everybody on uh, Apple. They're uh, really loving it right now. iTunes. Thank you guys so Ab- much. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm also going to be in Baltimore last next week. Sorry, I forgot yeah. to mention that. Um, yeah, run through your run through your dates. Uh, Wednesday and Friday, um, I'm going to be in Baltimore. Um, I'm going to be uh, at Hopkins doing my normal lecture, and then Friday some special presentations. We're discussing the intersection of BDSM with the queer community and also consent for survivorship. Those who want to experience BDSM. Um, how to negotiate that. So I've been doing my research, as you probably saw. If anybody has any resources, send them to me. But um, And then we're going to be in New York. That's just it for this week. We'll hit them next week with the rest of it. Absolutely. Cool. All right, kids. So, as always, have a good day and better tomorrow. We get out of here with a song. By Ab. Yes. Called Generation. It's a wonderful, wonderful song that touches on many of the things you touch on this podcast. Ciao, Bellas.